go play. If you're marching or a vampire. to another episode of the Retro Rejects. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about Indiana Jones, as in all the movies. All five. Yeah, and if things work out accordingly, we should be uh, maybe streaming some Indiana Jones games around about now over on our YouTube channel, The Retro Rejects, um, featuring Stevie Wonder. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be news and it's a bad way to tell you that you're out. Stevie Mm. Wonder is in. Okay, fair enough. Even though he's like about... 30 years older than us. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. too rich to be bothered with any of this kind of... Hey, people don't do this for the money. We don't do it for the money, do we? Uh, no, clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what makes you think that Stevie Wonder would be doing it for the money? Mm. Yeah, certainly not doing it for the love of the content uh, on this podcast. Content. Yes. God. It, it just shrinks everything. That word... I know. ...just destroys everything down to kind of like a manufactured fucking... It does, doesn't thing. it? I know. For Indiana love, Jones will not approve... Love the subject matter. So, look, this week, it's you have fonder memories of Indiana Jones. I don't because I got molested by a guy dressed up in a fedora <laughs> when I was younger who also whipped me and kept going, steaks. <laughs> Why is it going to always be steaks? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yes, Indiana Jones was my childhood hero when I was a mm. kid. I wanted to grow up to be Indiana Jones and realised very early on that that would mean I would need to turn into a man and do archaeology and uh, be born into probably a different family that was um, And be wealthy. a womanizer. Yes, exactly. All of those things. Uh. So, um, yeah, so I didn't give up on that dream for quite some time. I held on to it until at least college. And then I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to be Indiana Jones. Mm, mm. Oh, well. But, yes. Uh, I've tried to... You didn't have fedora... At any stage, sure you didn't. No, because yeah, but then you yeah. weren't that much of a fan. Like. Well, no, I wanted to, but like at that stage, unfortunately, back in sort of the late nineteen nineties, early two thousands, women started wearing cowboy hats a lot. Those pink sparkly oh, ones. Oh god, yeah, I forgot about that. And yeah. I didn't want to be it was one like of festivals, those. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm. So I was like, I can't even wear my Indiana Jones hat and look cool. So I just had to settle for a brown leather satchel. Mm. So what was it about Indiana Jones that was cool to a, a young impressionable? It was the cool adventuring spirit. It was the daring do. He was, you know, it was like one of the old fashioned sort of uh, adventuring movies, sort of a throwback to a, an earlier era, 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 but with sort of modern sensibilities as well. A wisecracking protagonist, basically Indiana Jones is uh, Han Solo, is, you know, all of these kind of characters where he's just effortlessly cool and going around and saving the universe or saving artifacts, whatever it may be, um, but from his own weird little perspective and uh, kind of cutting corners where necessary, etc. So you, you like people that break the rules? Yeah, certainly. Well, yeah, but this is like with Indiana Jones and the first one and definitely in some of the other ones. Like, he only briefly mentioned sometimes that, oh, and it's really only in the very last one where he says, that should be in a museum. I don't know. A lot of it is because he wants He wants fame it. and glory. Well, yes, yeah, some of it, I suppose, yeah, that he does want that. Um, he Well, yeah, I'm trying to... Was it like that? Was it? Yeah. No, it was. It was always about the historical artefacts as well, mm. you know? 
Well, that can be misposed with the arc. Well, it's, do we get to the, because there's five of these fucking things, mm. and there's a TV show which we didn't really have time to look at. Like, if we were to look at or kind of like indulge mm. at all the Indiana Jones content, mm. um, it would have been like a week and a bit <laughs> as opposed to a week. And but, funny enough, I actually read the books as a child as well because there is I think the, I did the books well, of, yeah. the, of the film, if you know what I mean, yeah. like the serialised or the novelised But versions. wasn't there other books as well, like probably young Indiana Jones uh, mm. books? Because yeah. like, I mean, the Hardy, when we were younger, like, and probably for quite a long time before we were young, like the Hardy Boys and yeah, uh, Nancy all Drew, those all of mystery that kind books of stuff, are quite yeah. big, like, mm. which... I don't think they are. I think they would like try to reboot the Hardy Boys a while ago. And there was a Nancy Drew mm-hmm. thing I seem to remember as well, but they and quite obviously Adventure didn't Brothers do well. Obviously, yeah. the, the camera, yeah. camera cartoon series. Mm, which mm. was kind of like, oh, the Adventure, yeah, I suppose Adventure Brothers was a mixture of all those 70s things and mm. Johnny Quest and yeah. um, bits and pieces like that. Um, with it. I'm sorry, I have a, a little uh, dangerous dog up in her lot there now yeah, who's just squealing yeah, little dog just wanting to get him and everything, yeah. Um but uh yeah, I'm kicking him now, kicking him to death. Yeah. Uh, you can clearly hear the squeals. Yeah. <laughs> now he's he's just he's been the best. Right, but right, so Frodo, what did you think of Indiana Jones? <laughs> yeah, and for people who are wondering, yes, he is called Frodo. And that is Obviously, the Lord of the Rings reference yeah. there, but our previous dog, funny enough, was called Indiana Jones. Yeah, it got uh, killed by like a bunch of kind of like Amazonian tribesmen <laughs> with poison darts. Poison darts ironically, yeah. But yes, um, yeah, we would be that big of a fan of um, that particular film series that I had to have a dog called Indy at some mm. stage of my life. So our last one was Indy, even though she was a girl. And linking the two movies together, mm. Jonathan Reese. Yes. Jones, was that his name? It was Salah. Salah, uh, yes. And, and he played uh, my axe true. <laughs> what kind of a voice is that? <laughs> or and my axe. Yeah, you even get the line right. Yeah. And my axe also as well. <laughs> they call it a mine. <laughs> See, these are the quotes from Lord of the Rings of people. Oh, yeah. Remember on Reddit there was that unexpected Gimli. Oh, yes, exactly. It was just every now and again he just show up with that my axe. We <laughs> <laughs> a thread of it like the JFK assassination. Yeah, and my axe. Well, yes. I, I suppose I would yes. like to say we should probably go in sequence, kind of yes. try and keep it kind of tight. Start at the beginning is always a yeah. good place to start. So Raiders at Lost Ark, I think yeah. loads of people would say it's their favourite or best Indiana Jones mm. movie. The uh, it's definitely the, the definitive one. Yeah. Now, I think one of the things that's really good, we, we looked at a, a movie a night um, and it's kind of good doing it because I suppose it was say kind of like say wasn't a fan of the Crystal Skull mm. movie when I saw it before the first time when it came out, and then looked at it again for yeah. the second time, and actually it fit quite it fit well, well in. into it. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It just carried forward because I think the criticism of the, criticism of the Crystal Skull was because there's a few kind of unbelievable scenes like mud swinging through the. But when you go the through monkey, the whole yeah. lot of them, you kind of go the whole fucking series is filled with. Exactly. Yeah. There's all these yeah. little things, and you have to remember as well they're kind of aimed at kids a lot of the time. Yeah. So of course your kids are going to lap up. It wasn't. They weren't like fucking like, kind of do like fucking now. Highbrow kind of. Yeah. Thing, yeah 
Priority kind yeah. of stuff. That's it, yeah. But um, like movies that Angelina, Angelina Jolie had been like Tomb Raider like, or Wanted. I know all those highbrow yeah. films. Yes, absolutely. But um, yeah, the Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> still holds up. Yeah, I think it's even, got everything. It's yeah. got evil Nazis. It's got people getting killed. It's supposed horribly. to good Nazis. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not going down that road. <laughs> <laughs> no, depends. I think all I think all Nazis are evil. Just for uh, clarification. Even the ones that were helping the Jews. Oh, there are still Nazis though, aren't they? Yeah, but. <laughs> Anyway, let's not get caught uh, down in uh, all of this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how often we debate it. Laura's always like, there's a lot of good ones. Uh, no. <laughs> but there's a lot of Nazis, a lot of uh, famous scenes. There's always a melty Nazi mm. in Indiana Jones film. There's um, all historical kind of artifacts. There's a bit of religious kind of uh, imagery thrown in and symbolism and mysticism just for, mm. you know, good measure. There was a lot. Of, like, I mean, this is one of the things It's only when you like, I'm quite into UFOs and stuff and when you start reading through kind of like people talking about where they're like there's a lot of theories on like Spielberg new shit like that he was after you know getting these hands on stuff and like uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind um, was based on like you know fact or kind of like you know stuff that he knew and E.T. was based on like a close approximation of an alien mm. I, but but like you know it was him and George Lucas just seemed to be into a lot of mm-hmm. mad shit and they managed to put it into uh, regular kind of like you know kids family movies and stuff mm. which you don't really see going on as much anymore no uh, which, maybe we don't look at really that many family movies uh, yeah but I know maybe, we don't make a point of watching kids films yeah but I I don't think but it was it was just like it it was gritty Mm. even though there was a lot of adventure in it and a lot of kind of like like the stunts were really really good the fight scenes in it were really good Harrison Ford because I think Harrison Ford probably reached a point in his career at some point in the 90s where he just gave up Um, and he was just like, you know, I'm, I'm a grumpy old man. Yeah, he was like, everyone loves Harrison Ford, but really, like, what big movie? Like, he was in like all those mm. fucking Jack Ryan movies. Mm. Um, the Fugitive, all of that. Yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, he wasn't like, I don't know, it could be wrong, but like, I mean, he wasn't like an Oscar winner. So I'd imagine if you're doing like movies for that, you know, long mm. and you kind of kind of go, well, well, this ain't going to happen for me. You know, you mm. kind of, it's like the Nero and stuff. You go past her and then you just start doing, but well, Harrison Ford just different. seemed to kind of drop out. Yeah. Um, go off flying planes and stuff like and that. Stuff, and stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, where he's definitely his own life seemed to be probably more interesting yeah, than yeah, exactly. the movies that he was making and Indiana Jones in real life as uh, well off flying around and saving people with Ali McBeal yes single exactly. female lawyer yes um, yeah they're still with each other aren't they I don't know I haven't asked him lately yeah I don't think they are yeah I presume they are mm. but yes um, back to um, Raiders of the Lost Ark mm. I suppose I mean you have you have all the old tropes of like you have to follow the map to try and find the hidden treasure mm. you know it's a bit of piracy involved there's a bit of a bit of everything really I suppose involved that mm. sort of would appeal to young adventurers and all the rest so you've got the cool outfit that's very easy for kids to dress up as as well all you need is like brown pants brown short a hat and a, a, a rope for a whip basically. well it's the thing like I mean George Lucas a lot of people shit all over George Lucas because of the uh, the, the, the prequel Mm. With, um, but like George Lucas is like like what he did with Star Wars it was a fucking very 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 big deal 
And like, I mean, to create a friend, and he wasn't like someone that was well connected in Hollywood. He was an outsider. Mm. He managed to do something that no one really did beforehand. He created these big franchise movies that had like massive merchandising rights and stuff. So the guy isn't a fucking moron. And like, I mean, you look at, he wrote the Indiana Jones movies, mm. wasn't it? And Spielberg directed mm. them, basically. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the stuff that's, it's like, he had a very, very good um I for things and as well that like I mean Star Wars basically was uh he wanted originally to do like a Buck Rogers kind of a thing and bring back that the the old was it known well yeah it was Buck Rogers wasn't mm, it? Yeah, the or Flash century. Gordon no sorry Flash yeah. Gordon um bring those kind of old yeah. cartoon like the, the the for people who might be like before there were comic comic strips were kind of seen as newspapers they'd have and they still have some newspapers um, maybe four panels of mm-hmm. a thing and back in the day it was like Flash Gordon would have been one of these big ones and then you would serialize and you know but that was what he wanted to do with Star Wars and then kind of went down the samurai route I suppose mm-hmm. you know uh, but like yeah this is like we we're saying Indiana Jones is a throwback to all these adventure movies from mm-hmm. like the, the 30s and the 40s um, maybe 50s I don't know um, <laughs> but you know you do get that to be, especially with the um, I know we're jumping ahead but with I think uh, fucking what's it like the Temple of Doom the open mm. Temple of Doom very much feels old Hollywood oh yeah it's, it's um, like a 40 sort of a you know here's the showgirls coming on they're doing a big musical number mm. like is this Indiana Jones man? yeah what? but it just ha- you know they, yeah. they know what they're doing but like I mean Raiders of the Lost Arcado like you were saying about the map and all that and these things out are like cliche and just tropes mm. in movies because of Indiana Jones and because of George Lucas and Spielberg mm. um, with it yeah exactly and Senior Spielbargo was uh, the second assistant director. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it just it sort of it gives you this whole like um, and I suppose it was a whole exotic adventure as well as like oh he's in the desert and he's like you know in a in a tomb looking mm. for like you know fucking the the Ark of the Covenant and it's it's all very grandiose kind of ex- adventures and experiences and all the rest and there's always you know the fight atop a train and fucking you know car chase scenes and sword fights and gunplay and mm. all the rest so it has everything that you sort of you want from well there were some of the first like big action scenes weren't mm. they it's like it's um like when you look back at those and especially like it's say when people think of independent movies nowadays they'll think of say maybe Tarantino and that kind mm. of around that time but like what you had Hollywood then that's the cat jumping down fucking being a pest on his own um, adventure yeah but uh, he, he had this whole kind of thing that Hollywood was a closed club where people got hired in it was always people that were related to other people were doing mm. it and you were told you make movies this way and it was a very closed shop thing and uh, I suppose late 60s 70s you had a lot of these independent filmmakers that weren't really connected that were going off doing their own thing like with Coppola well he was connected but you know and like George Lucas these people coming out of film school that were trying to do their own thing John Carpenter a big mm. one which people don't really throw in with the independent but like I mean Christ he was um, and I think um, um, what is it Roger Corman was responsible oh, yeah, for getting yeah. a lot of these people off the ground doing B-movies at first mm-hmm. and then they'd learn the ropes and they'd go on and do it all that do their own thing then, but yeah. it's so you had this thing I think by the late 70s there was all these gritty movies mm-hmm. and everything was a little bit overly serious and stuff and so it was either like really twee kind of kids movies but and then Indiana Jones was this, a serious family film that mm-hmm. appealed to everyone yeah um, which was very strange like the, the, it just didn't name Star Wars was like that as well mm-hmm. I think but like you know Indiana Jones I think got to the people because sci-fi was still a bit niche yeah this is um, really harkening back to sort of almost a cowboy kind of yeah. Yeah. type film yeah and it led on to a load of copies as well mm. like I don't know if you remember like 
um Oh, King Solomon's Mines oh, and yeah. all that. I can't remember the name of the... Asher the Mummy and all of those, you know, later, later on. Later on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of brought it back. Mm. But, but yeah, I did. Like, I mean, just saying that, it would have appealed to all generations. Like, I mean, I would have been very young when the first one came out, like maybe four mm. or something like that. Dad would have brought me to the cinema and it would have been one of his favourite films mm. at the time as well. And obviously there's the generational gap there, kind of a thing, you know, a small child and a grown man and there's plenty of in-between, you know, mm. teenagers and all the rest would have been like... Yeah, well, they were very smart cool. with it. I don't know what it it was over in America, but you couldn't get Indiana Jones on VHS either. Mm. There was a certain you couldn't get ET, Star Wars, mm. Indiana Jones, most of Spielberg's films, yeah. really. It was like they're uh, always showing at Christmas, so they became mm. like a big event movie as well. Yeah, like, but people that go back into the cinema form, but they yeah. they get shown on TV, yeah. So mm. not most people that just recorded it off TV. Yeah. Um but well, other than E.T., E.T. was never really shown on TV. I'm, but I remember going seeing E.T. maybe every couple of months. Hmm. Because I got really... Just kept com- on going back into the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Because I got really confused seeing Star... Because I saw the first Star Wars in the cinema. Hmm. And I was like, I'm How that did old. they do that? Yeah, yeah. That was two born years in before I was born. Yeah. And it was like, sure, they just kept coming back yeah, in and kind of like, you know, we showing them. Um, but yeah, the first one. Hmm. Arc- amazing movie and it's fucking scary at the end as well yeah it is it's genuinely scary mm. I mean you have all this supernatural fucking religious powers coming mm. out and all the rest and, and like I said Nazis getting melted and stuff mm. that's, that's a bit for you know small children it's a bit like yeah and it did kind heavy. of come out like we were laughing about um what was it, the film that we're all with Commando when it gets to the part in the mm. garden shed and he, it turns into a slasher movie out of the blue where he hacks off arms and mm. fucking tops the skull it was a bit like that where it was like oh this but it, he's killing people the whole way through oh, it yeah, as sure. well I mean like the whole thing with uh, you know that fucking I can't even remember the name of the character but that that really big guy with the prop plane where the plane just starts slowly rotating and they're having their fist fight and he basically gets uh, ripped apart by the plane props. Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, the famous scene horrendous. as well with the, the swordsman. Of course, yeah, uh, doing all these fancy him, yeah. swords work and Harrison yeah. Ford just takes out the gun and, and he's sure, like, Of course, bang. the story where he had diarrhea on the day and yeah. just decided that he was didn't want he to do didn't a big do fight scene. Like, fight, yeah. Yeah, and it. he did a lot of his own stunts yeah, as well. Absolutely, yeah. Um. Uh, uh, but like, I mean, it's yeah, it's just not, like I mean, fucking people have gone in depth into mm. right. It's a really lazy way of getting out. <laughs> uh, but like, then it's a lot of people for a long time they thought that uh, the next one, which is a prequel, mm. set just a year before, I mm. think, isn't it? Or maybe two years before, mm-hmm. uh, with Temple of Doom was a piece of shit. Now, and I, I love that. I love I think it appealed more to kids. 80s kids. I think yeah. we have probably had the Star Wars kind of fucking thing that mm. you have nowadays, where a lot of adults probably really liked the first one. And mm. then the second one came out, it's like, oh, the fuck is this mostly? All of it saying that it's actually far gorier than oh, the geez, first it's one. It's terrifying. Like, yeah. yeah. But, uh, the themes in it are fairly terrifying. Mm. Slowly kids held captive in mines yeah. and getting whipped and beaten and fucking... People getting their hearts ripped yeah, out. and set on fire, like, you know. Yeah. It is properly horrific. Mm. And, I mean, even the scenes, like, where they're having, like, the meal in the fucking, the Raja's oh, the monkey brains. There's monkey the... brains. There's snakes being slit open yeah. and people eating baby snakes. And it's just, it's fucking horrific. Like, mm. You know, when you think about it like that, it's like, this is like a... Fucking... It was gory, gory yeah. kind of a thing. But it was, but it was that kid kind of gore. Mm. Um... Well, 80s kids go. Yeah, you'll, we'll you'll say, get away with it. Like, I mean, say you'd be looking at the Evil Dead and then mm. going from the Evil Dead to that, you kind of go, nah. mm. <laughs> you know. Um, but it like looking at it nowadays, because I haven't seen Temple of Doom in a long time, because mm. I think I got it into my head now as, no, it's, it's an inferior film. It's mm. actually kind of crap. 
um, from all the other people saying it. Mm. And then I was looking at it, I was like, oh, this is really, it's a di- very different film. Mm. Like, the first one I think is more grounded. Yeah. Um, second one, it's, it's really a kind of a fun ride, isn't it? A mm. kind of fun fair ride. But or, it is, again, it hits all fair the ground ride. Yes, yeah. that um, kids would sort of think would be cool. Like, you know, sort of there's a whole escape scene chasing, going through the mines. Mm. Where it's basically like, it's a, it's a roller it's coaster. It's all ages as well. Yeah, like. where they're going yeah. along in the coal mine carts. Mm. And it's like, it's up and down. And it's, you know, it's all these, mm. these, you know, people, kids looking at me like, oh, that'd be cool to be mm. in it. And I was like, no, it'd be horrific. You get mangled horribly, like yeah. slapping off all the but like the people, the deaths that the guys that are chasing get mm. in it. But as well, it's, it is just, there's stuff in it where there's um one of the scenes where they're fighting down the mines and mm. he's fighting the guy that's being sucked into a kind of a crusher machine. Mm. And then uh, the kid is off fighting another guy who's doing voodoo on him and your woman's running around doing other stuff. Mm. But there's a couple of shots where it zooms out and it's all going on at, at the, the same, same time, time yeah. where it's not like broken up into different scenes. So they had, it's, it's just the set is fucking massive and really mm. impressive. And you look at something and you kind of go, what they built yeah. some fucking, now I don't know if maybe some of that stuff went on to be part of Universal Ride in the future mm. or something, but because it did have that feel yeah. while you're looking at it and, but it, it's just a stunt work in it. Now, I think the first hour of the movie is it. Oh, oh, actually, the first kind of stunt when they're fighting the gangsters. Yeah. Are really impressive as well. But then it kind of it gets a bit a goofy, bit. I think. Yeah. But then when they get into the, the Cali Temple. Yeah. Um, when that happens, after they get through the... The, the, the fucking day, which it seems to be like nearly a repeat yeah, of the, the crusher the scene in Star Wars but it's, it's um they have to do all the things as well or they have to try and get through that particular tunnel to the other side and they have to pass mm. a whole load of booby traps which is a, another kind of a, a staple of Indiana Jones films mm. you have you know sort of the rolling boulder at the start of the first one uh, and the second one then you have this and mm. you know Last Crusade you've got like um the temple where the the uh Watch me how the Holy Grail has been kept. You know, we have all these things. But um, fucking, what was I going to say? The actual, um, I think the cinematography in it is brilliant insofar as, as you were saying, like there's all these different fights going on at the same time. It's all choreographed and it's shot so well. Where, as you were saying, like, you know, Indiana's fighting this guy down on this like fucking crusher roller belt thing. The kids are fighting upstairs and the fights are being shadowed and mirrored. It's like, you know, the kid raises his fist to punch the other kid. Mm. Indiana Jones raises his fist what to punch it? the other kid. There's all these, like, they always do these great things with like shadow introductions mm. where it's like you see the shadow of a hat being put on and it's like oh they play the Indiana Jones theme music and then he appears around the corner and it's but just there is that kind of repetitive thing and there is like it's one of the things as stuff, well yeah. like in the 80s well I suppose the 80s was kind of like the birth of fandom for mm. kind of movies and so if it, whereas like you had a lot of people that were like fans but it wasn't mm. like a widely or a big kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, you weren't into the stage like being able to buy Funko Pops and yeah. shops yet or anything like that. But like what I thought was really cool when you're looking back on it is like the little throwbacks of certain things like the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Which is used it's quite a lot. every single Where you know they are kind of do because there was that in-joke in the yeah. and it was just an in-joke in the 80s mm. and the 90s even to no one outside of making uh, movies yeah, or, really or yeah exactly or interested in films which mm. have any clue about it yeah but it is just when it happens and it happens the whole way I don't know I can't remember it happening in the newer one but you know it happened in all the, the mm. other Spielberg ones and it was just a funny point of points where yeah. Nazis had horrific deaths oh god yeah um, with it but yeah the Temple of Doom I think it holds up extremely mm. well I think it's it's better than an awful lot of movies yeah um, that were made in the 80s as well like I th- it's um, 
Oh, I, I can't think of the name of your woman, but she was actually Spielberg's or was it George Lucas's wife at the time? Spielberg's, Spielberg's yeah. wife mm. at the time. And she's still acting now. Ali Sheedy or something. Yeah. Like that, was it? No, it wasn't Ali Sheedy. She was oh, in the Rex Club. Oh, OK. Who am I thinking? Um, Kate Bradshaw. That was it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, it's uh, her. I could see people being the horror character was very different from Marion's. Yeah. yeah uh, character in where she wasn't like, you know, a tough. Kate Capshaw. Sorry. Kate Capshaw. Yeah. yeah but, Jesus, I'll get there eventually. Mm, but, you know, she wasn't as tough. Right? But like, I mean, it worked for mm. what it was. It was. No, it was, it was yeah. playing against the, you know, Indy was sort of like the rugged sort of near do well kind mm. of ready for anything. And she was this like, you know, a singer totally out of her depth running around the jungle in high mm. heels and a glittery dress and like screaming about her hair sort of not been done properly and so mm. you know it was and I mean like kids would have lapped that up as well it's yeah. like oh they, and she was very, like I mean you know women actors as well a lot of the time they aren't given the full credit she was a great comedy actor and you know she, was, she, did, she, was, not, was she did an awful lot of action scenes very though. physical comedy uh, as well like, I can't but like the, the guy who was like um, short round mm. he was brilliant and like I mean that was like a big shout to like he ended up being in the Goonies yeah. as well and so but um, again that was a brilliant it's your, it's your device for kids like there's a kid in this and like as a mm. kid you're kind of like I could do that I could be a short round and but, I could hang out with Indy yeah but it was that great thing about the, mm. where it was like these movies that were pointed at kids but mm. they were adult situations that mm. they were kind of like the Simpsons can do it very well mm. where it's like jokes that parents will understand kids yeah. it'll find funny but they won't really get exactly it'll go over their head if it's like sort yeah. of a bit risque or something like yeah that. where there was sort of stuff like that you know in it mm. but it wasn't like hardcore no like exactly that. it's not smudgy but, or disgusting or yeah anything. I think it's kind of like it, it's unfair the reputation that it has as being one of the weaker entries mm. in the series like I, I, I being quite honest I don't think there's actually any weak entries in it kind of, you know as we go on like uh, the newer ones of course I wouldn't be as fond of but that's because I don't have yeah. years of memories of it like or I didn't but see them as a they're kid. not bad movies no, though at the not, same point yeah. like, um, but like I mean Temple of Doom yeah, I th- I think th- probably Temple of Doom was probably more of an impact on me when I was younger. Mm. Uh, maybe it was the one that I saw more, but like I think when I was young, that seemed more exciting. And if you saw that when you were mm. a kid, and then you see uh, Lost Ark, yeah, yeah, you kind of go, "Geez, that's a bit boring." Kind yeah, of just a bit drawn out, not yeah. quite as much action. Mm. And of course, then you go into the Last Crusade, and it's like you know even yeah. more action again, more evil Nazis getting melted. Well, today. Last Crusade, I think, is probably my favorite. Although, actually, before we go on, just with Temple of Doom, kind of one as well. It's like we were saying about like the horror elements in mm. it, but like fucking hell, like when someone gets their heart ripped out. Yeah, and, and show it's still him, beaten outside their And they chest. get fucked into like lava. And well, they don't, that's, that's the thing though, they don't get fucked into the lava. They get lowered, slowly, slowly lower. Yeah. So you see this guy screaming and screaming mm. as his skin blisters and he finally bursts into flames. Uh, that's fucking horrific. Mm. And then as you know, he does that, he's still beating heart and fucking Molaram's hand mm. is like, that bursts into flames as well. And it's, it's incredibly I disturbing. I think it introduced the world to Cali mm. and Cali or Togi um, mm. cult as well because I remember like I used to love getting like it just weren't a cult books but say books on the supernatural mm. or kind of weird kind of things or there was like this um, bookmakers Osborne uh, or, yeah, right, yeah. and they used to do stuff like oh science books but they'd always do like oh ghosts or kind yeah. of stuff but I remember getting stuff about that I've, I can't remember what one it was but it was like that they had about the Tuggy and Cali mm. and all that so he had all this stuff that was being like I think it's really good because you, you start learning about different exactly yeah. um, and then I think it also plays into the whole thing when your kid is like oh my god maybe it is real 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's like. Fucking, these are real yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just that part of it. I think mm. that it way more gruesome. Mm. Um, I think it actually sets Indiana Jones up to be more of a hero as well because mm. he does he saves all the kids, he gets a stone back for the village. Yeah, he um, doesn't bring it off and make his fortune or yeah. give it to a museum, he gives it back to the village where you know it brings back mm. good luck to the land and all the rest. And that's the thing as well. And you see as well, again, the horrificness of it that like, you know, he, he has, he's forced to drink blood to, you know, mm. sort of render him a zombie of the cold kind of a thing. And then Charter and has to like burn him with fire to break him out <laughs> yeah. of the nightmare. I mean, that's, that's the kid that was the, yeah. the Rashima or, or whatever. The the Raj, yeah. yeah, he was fucking creepy little was, fucker yeah. in it as well. Mm. Th- there was something just really believable about him being evil more so than the, the, yeah, the, the I think priest. It was, yeah, I think it was sort of the, the mix of the sort of the real softly spoken, gentle nature mm. of him and sort of being all very refined. And I, I you know, I'm a prince. Mm. And then he was just like, oh, I'll just stop this voodoo dummy of Indiana Jones and cause mm. him to die. <laughs> but I suppose one of the things that they probably got criticised for with that as well as what like sometimes people criticise Batman comics for it now maybe to do with the films as well is this whole thing whereas in um, fucking the the arc he's kind of solving puzzles there's more of kind of like showing oh he's a smart guy he's mm. kind of like a detective or he's doing you know these mm. figuring out stuff um, where there's less of that in, yeah it's more brute force kind yeah. of thing yeah and then I think Last Crusade gets back to it Last Crusade I forgot how much there is there's mm. there's, there's a lot of action in it, but not as much as the other two but there's a lot more kind of figuring things out mm. I suppose he was a bit older and Sean Connery was in it as well but uh, um, there's always such like clever little things like even something as simple as like you know they're on a beach and there's this like Messerschmitt is coming to like mm. strafe him to death and they've no way to defend themselves against it and and old, you know, sort of in old Henry, I suppose, big Henry, who is Sean Connery. Mm. He just like flaps his uh, umbrella at a mm. flock of birds and the flock of birds. But that was it. Up. We've shown that they were smart. Yeah, like that, that was they it. Worried. They can outweigh people. You know, it, it mm. doesn't require like bullet power or anything like that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I think of the three kind of, if, for me, it's my favourite yeah. uh, Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Connery uh, definitely expands on Indiana Jones' story mm-hmm. and gives, gives even, the backstory. Yeah, the yeah. glimpse of in, young Indiana Jones, oh, which went on to become a TV is. series. Yeah. A lot of people thought like River Phoenix will mm-hmm. go on and be Indiana Jones. And, you know, there was this yeah. whole kind of thing. And Maybe I think you could have, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of games coming out at around the same time. I think that this is when Indiana Jones. <laughs> reached kind of like it's you know, pinnacle yeah, yeah. I think of popularity and yeah. you know it's place in kind of the uh, the pop culture consciousness mm, and rightly so mm. well it's like I mean it is a great uh, it it really stands up out of the whole autumn it feels mm. like the most modern oh it does it feels movie, like it was only like, made a few years ago mm. like yeah and like that would have been a film I would have watched over and over as a kid again I had the novelization of the film I would have read mm. the book until the book fell apart when I couldn't see the film because obviously we didn't have it on a video mm. cassette or anything like that but it was like that. It was again. You had your evil Nazis kind of setting it up. You had your little bit of a your womanizing going on. But it was all sort of um. It was very gentle. What it wasn't mm. like over the top. Like fucking ha ha. I'm just going to assault this woman. You yeah. know, it wasn't any of that. It was just like oh, you know, sort of she seduced me and my dad. Well, oh, as okay. well the, the the female character. Mm. The, she's the super strong and powerful. Nazi, she's yeah. one of the leaders. But she's a doctor. That's, uh, but that's uh, the thing. Throughout the whole thing, there's always been very empowered women as well. Mm. You know, like you know when you see Marion at 
for her. She's like, she's running her own bar and she's out drinking men and she's able mm. to hold her own in fights. That's Marion was mm. kind of, that's the thing. She was like in these, if not better, mm. kind of like in certain kind of aspects yeah. um, with it. And I think the same with your woman in this. But what I was going to say was that yeah. she's Irish, an Irish actor. Alison Doody. Yeah, it? that yeah. kind of like was a big deal in Ireland at the time. It was like, oh my gosh. There's... Someone made Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a spuds in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> and with it. Um, and I was like, she's playing a Nazi and everyone cheered. <laughs> yeah, we're like, hooray. Good on you, girl. Fair play. But um, yeah, I like that. It was, again, she was, it wasn't like she was just a throwaway character. She was very central to the plot. She mm. was like telling other, you know, in lesser Nazis. What she had an arc as well. This is the thing yeah. with people. Like people go on, like it's like, um, fucking Karen Allen's uh, Marion mm. didn't really have an arc in the first one not so much as in a character arc she mm. was pretty much the same person at the end of it yeah. as she was at the start but she was just tough yeah. um, you know, Kate Capshaw's character was a bit you know she went from being a kind of to yeah being able to handle herself yeah, a little bit better um, yeah. and then kind of like Alison Doody's character went from being alive to being dead <laughs> Um, yeah, which is but she had a bit of redemptive kind of thing with it but then it was kind of she slipped back into kind of like ooh yes ooh, it's great it's mine it's yeah. mine couldn't get the Nazi out for that yeah exactly um, but yeah like the, there's stuff in like the, there's always a comedy aspect in the end mm. Indiana Jones and I think this one it was very, Sean Connery was very funny in it yeah. but even when Hitler when they bump into Hitler yeah and he's just it was just like going, yeah. oh God, and it's like yeah. it just grabs the books and autographs it. Yeah. It is. I mean, like you said it yourself as well. Like um, Harrison Ford is kind of like um, it, it's Bruce Campbell in a sort of a different. Oh yeah, scenario. that's what I was saying. Yeah, it's basically Ash. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, just in a historical mm, kind of archaeological yeah, context. Because he's smart and he's capable, but he's kind of take and he kind of keeps having like really bad accidents. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of got that kind of Chevy Chase kind of goofiness where he sort mm, of you know it's like he keeps falling over things or you know even though he's in the middle of a fight something will happen and he mm, end up tripping over his own whip or something I like think that. that was more so evident in The Last Crusade yeah. where he was like you know when he was with um, uh, Sean Connery mm. with, and then when you find out that he changed his name to Indy because after his dog yeah just to, just to get away from being named after his dad but like I mean they got a lot of stuff about he's got like about his mother dying and you know yeah. really gave it shaped the character that's it and it wasn't just a, a stereotypical yeah. either as well like oh you weren't there for me dad it was kind of they portray this man mm. as like well he was grieving too and he threw himself yeah. into his work and he was trying to like you know harm mm. up the kid and just didn't know how to handle it you know there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of humanity to the two characters yeah there was well. it's a reality to it like, yeah. but that's the thing with this is where George Lucas doesn't get credit either mm. people are like oh fuck you like there is depth to mm. the characters like there is depth to Darth Vader and mm. Anakin Skywalker to a point that well, didn't really exist in those type of movies mm. where it was just like a bad guy was yeah, a bad guy. Yeah, it was just guy. like man bad, man good, yeah. two man fight. Yeah. yeah, and like, I mean, guaranteed, like, you can say whatever you want about the prequels and stuff and the, the, the new movies. Oh, like, I will. Know, <laughs> but none of them are bad movies. Like, I mean, the stories are good. It's just that people have fucking stories constructed in their own mm. head and things will never meet Yeah, up they're to never going to match up to yeah. their expectations. But uh, yeah, The Last Crusade, uh, mm. brilliant. I and think. it's yeah. great as well because no, like an awful lot of the protagonists are elderly, old yeah, men. Yeah. You've got Sean Connery, you've got Marcus Brody, you've got uh, Sala, even at that stage is getting on a bit in years. And you've all these like almost geriatric men and they're just like bumbling around and sort of, you know, saving the world from fucking Nazi domination and chaos. Mm. So it, it's kind of, it's nice to see that rather than it's always been a young man's game kind of a thing. Well, that's it. Yeah. And like I did, Last Crusade was meant to just mm. finish it all it off. Was, 
course, yeah. Awesome. And, I'm sure even in the end, they all ride off into the sunset on the horses. Yeah. It's literally they're riding off into the sunset. Mm, because I think it was Harrison Ford one, because like, it was, he was the same with um, mm. fucking um, Luke Walkskyer. And that he, he just didn't want to play Han Solo mm. anymore. He was like, never yeah. fucking again. So they reckon a lot of time that's why they killed him off mm. uh, with the, the Force Awakens, that mm. he was like, I'm fucking... Uh, yeah. yeah, don't keep him bugging um, me, guys. And like, it was probably, he probably didn't want to play, because, you know, he wanted to just do it. He probably didn't want to be known as Indiana Jones. For the rest or of his life, Which yeah. he, he was. Sure, like, I mean, it was like a full yeah. decade of that, like, you know. Yeah. Mm. But it's, yeah, it, it, it was a fine fitting mm. ending to it. And as well, I think the way that it was nearly been seen as right River Phoenix or someone else is going to yeah, take over because they had the young yeah. Indiana Jones yeah. adventures. Um, we didn't go back looking at it, but I remember being uh, well, really popular quite at the a time. Lot of, yeah, it yeah. was, again, it was sort of, it was squarely sort of, you know, kids can watch this and they mm. can kind of go, oh, maybe I could be an adventurer too. And mm. if I could do this. And it was sort of aimed at like sort of right, um, it was almost kind of wholesome insofar as like, you know, go off and join the scouts or you know learn how to like you know ride horses mm. or it just always hard to like learn how to be better I think probably going into the 90s with that one you had like grunge coming into kind mm. of you know there was a change and things and people mm. were a little bit more depressed and stuff and from like from what I can remember around that time you would probably had like the, the mighty Morphin Power Rangers and yeah. all that kind of stuff was mm. taken off in popularity mm. could be wrong now it could be completely yeah, timeline, yeah. but you know there would have been a change so I think Indy and the Jones probably wouldn't have wouldn't have been as as cool as he once was kind of yeah. thing. It wouldn't have been the pinnacle of what kids would have been looking for, I think. And then it would have been kind of like, would have been quite a long time after that. Mm. 10 years, more than 10 years, mm. maybe 15 years to uh, when they went back doing the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. And that's probably the resurgence again of the kids who are fans of indie back in mm. their childhood. They're in their adulthood now and they're like, hi. Well, I think that they kept saying that they always wanted them, mm. but they didn't really know how to. And George Lucas was kind of retired and he didn't really want yeah, to do Yeah, they're like, they wanted and... to get the right MacGuffin, I suppose, that yeah. would actually serve as a purpose for indie to go chasing mm. after. So yeah. there's loads of ones. I think they showed up as books. There was one about uh, Atlantis. Mm. I think it might have showed up as a game, actually, mm. that there's a, you know, there was all these kind of official or canonized mm. Indiana Jones stories. So it was like there was a lot going on. So I think they Canon. canonized. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is a saint in my mm. mind, but yes. But, you know, there was mm. all the, those things going on, like with the Star Wars universe, where mm. I think they just kind of went, oh, look, it's kind of existing on its own terms. Mm. Um, so they didn't have to have all these different bits and pieces. But then when yeah. they did come back with the, it got fucking slated. Um, and time. I didn't like it either at the I time. I didn't like it, no. And I think as well, he had this thing where it was probably around the time when people were turning on Shia LaBeouf. Mm. So by having him in the film, a lot of people were like, he's not taking over from Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because that's what was kind of hinted at. There was a lot of kind yeah, of like passing kind of, the yeah. hat and horch kind of. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. And here's here's a knife and here's a whip kind of a thing. Yeah. You, know, you need this more than I do, young guy. So people were, but like at the end of it, in fairness, he goes to take that. It's like a joke where he goes to pick up the hat and Harrison Ford comes back and takes it up. Yeah, and like, like, you know, not, not, yeah. Yeah. Um, not a chance. Where they probably never had it. It was mm. just that they wanted to introduce Indiana Jones. It's all a way for him to get back with Mary and, you know, and yeah. all that and kind of like expand yeah, character yeah. back in and all the rest and get in, the bunch back together again yeah, in fairness I have to say looking at it in hindsight 
like Mutt isn't a bad character in it. No, he's, it's actually yeah. a lot more tolerable, I think, looking at it a second or third time from a distance yeah. where I think, that, again, like the whole usual expectations were just too mm. high when he came out and it's like, the usual, you ruined my childhood. Mm. And, and do you remember South Park had that whole oh, thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. George Lucas, like, ass raping in Harry's yeah. board kind of thing. It was, it was very horrific. Oh, God, I forgot all about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like, no, they're just bringing out the corpse. No, he's dead. Mm. Why bring it back out? Kind of a thing. But, um, yeah, looking on it sort of with a little bit of distance between sort of when it originally came out mm. and now, it's actually quite a decent, you know, it still has the whole, you know, there's a supernatural element to it. There's always the stupid bits like getting blown up in a lead fridge mm. by a nuclear blast and he still survives. But of course, like, I mean, it'd be very gruesome film if you got yeah, blown yeah, up and it'd be it was just like... a terrible start. Kind yeah. of like, oh, look, he's got nuclear poison, you know. Exactly, and it's yeah. well, he's meant to be immortal after fucking drinking the water from well, the... Well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Himself and the dad mm. drank the water from the Holy Grail so they would have been immortal but it's only as long as the seal is unbroken and they broke the seal oh, do you remember yeah, yeah, yeah. when it got crossed because mm. I puzzled over that for a long time when mm. I was a kid I was like oh they just guzzled the water and they wouldn't give any to Salah or to mm. Brody. that's terrible how selfish of them and I was like oh it doesn't matter they're all fine again like you know, mm. they're all just humans again they're, you know the immortality mm. is gone but uh, but as well got criticised for the alien element to yeah. it and it's like this is even at the time I was kind of it was Look, this fits into a lot of the stuff that yeah. they're into. And as well, what's so bizarre about the alien thing compared to like the Ark of the Covenant, they were kind of like hinting at that it was an alien weapon mm. um, with it. And it was fucking like the Cali thing was just mental. And yeah. then like you had like immortality, the Holy Grail. Yeah, with like, an 800 year old knight sitting there yeah, sort of garden. Which basically know? says that Christ and all that is real anyway. If the Grail exists yeah. and it kind of bestows and immortality. And people just go, yeah, that's grand, no bothers. But then the minute you start hitting about aliens and like yeah, yeah, temples or, or Aztec it. temples yeah. or whatever and it's kind of like, what? Mm. And it's like, well, that's a lot. There is a lot of sort of um, speculation about yeah. how all these temples got built and, you know, what they were used for originally. Mm. It's just, it's a nice thing to go. It's, well, it's fucking a spaceship. Of, yeah, you know? alien stuff in that. And wasn't even there were interdimensional beings. Like, mm. um, I thought the effects I thought were really, well, not throughout the film. Yeah. Some of it, uh, the CGI know, the, the, the monkeys. The monkeys. Oh my God. Like, at the time, I was like, fuck this. This is yeah. fucking stupid where Mutt is swinging through the trees with monkeys because they have a quiff like him. Yeah. Um, they kind of, I go but like you look at looking it's back at it it's, it's funny it's yeah. stupid it's dumb it's not yeah. meant to be kind of like oh yes look at yeah they, um, you don't genuinely think monkeys mm, decide to join up with them and go yeah. and beat Nazis kind of a thing but yeah. the action in this as well I think mm. holds up to oh, yeah. any of the rest of them um, I, as a villain I think um, what's her face in geez, I can't remember Kate Blanchett yeah yeah, uh, she's not well, actually she's more memorable than any of the rest of them really yeah, out of she's lot creepy alright yeah, yeah because like with the others like the, the main villain that I remember from um, the arc is like the Nazi with the glasses who yeah. really doesn't say anything and put her in Bernie's hand um, and in the second one it's the Togi priest but he yeah. only shows up in it near the end he's like just mm. you know um, the third one Donovan, yeah, the Nazi, yeah, as well, and Elise, Elsa, sorry. yeah, but yeah. they're you know, they're not yeah. really, but they're all just like regular Nazis. Yeah. She, well, I know she's just a Nazi as well, but she just seems to be a cold, she's psychic powers, kind of you know, Nazi and it goes well. into that whole kind yeah. of the the occult side of the mm. well, the, the whole fucking thing. The first one was about the occult side mm. of the kind of like you know, World War Two, but getting into that aspect, of it, I, I, I look, I really enjoyed it actually, looking mm. back on it. I thought it was good, and I thought that was a nice way to finish it off. I Look, he's after getting married to Marion. Mm. He's got his son. His life is kind of yeah. You know, he actually got some sort of a nice uh, 
sunset years, I suppose, yeah. is what I'd like to term as yeah, as an older mm. man. Like he's not just alone in a library, dusty library somewhere, mm. or, you know, an old lecturer that nobody cares about. Mm. He's he's got a family. But I, at the time, I remember it being a little bit. I I didn't understand the hatred being thrown at child above, and I still really don't do mm. it. Like I mean, people loved him when he started off, and like there was that disturbing yeah. movie Transformers, and then all of a sudden people just started because just like turned on him. Yeah, he was a young guy. He fucking kind of like I suppose he kind of got, yeah, maybe it was the his ego blew up a little bit, and people never liked yeah. that either. So, but as well, he wanted to like the way he is now. He wants to be in serious movies. He mm. went away from all those kind of movies, and mm. I think the guy is who he is. Like he can't have been who he is. You know, <laughs> it's you can't shit on him for not being a fucking character out of one of the movies, yeah. like in real life. True, true. Um, but. It's it just people just seem to fucking hate him. Hmm. Um, would and it was and I think that kind of yeah fucks the movie a bit, which I I quite like him as an actor. I think he's quite good. I hmm. think he could be like up there with De Niro, hmm. you know those kind of actors with things. But I don't. I think because of the person. personality that people have put on him, hmm. or the, the the kind of person that they think that he is. He's not it going to be accepted ha- as yeah. a um, which is very unfair, I think, because mm. he is a good, like he's playing Padre Pio in a, oh, really? a movie mm. at the mm. moment, which is kind of go fucking fair play, you know, kind of mm. going from this Transformers Look, kid. No hands. Yeah. <laughs> but he was so likable in all those. Yeah. I think that's probably what got people in. So it was the same with um, Kevin McAllister. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, but he never really went on. Haley Joel Osment. Remember when mm. Haley Joel Osment got older and he was having people were like, my God, that's not the kid. Oh my God. Yeah, he looks so like, weird as an adult. And it's like, yes, he grew up. Yeah. What, 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 <laughs> he he wasn't that's... going to stay eight forever. Yeah. Like. But it's people just have the, that weird kind of a thing. But it's, it's. I think if anyone hasn't looked at the Crystal Skull or kind of mm. thought that it was shit and they saw it for the Give first time. Yeah, I, I would yeah. kind well, of like, because I was dreading it. I was like, oh, mm. God, this is good. But from the off, the action is really good in it. Mm-hmm. The character development, I think, is really good in it. The only thing that's a bit off is the Sheena, that weird kind of um, Lucasfilm kind of thing that was in the prequels where they wanted to blend this they had an idea of how you blend CGI in mm. and it was like make everything that fucking kind of tone kind of, looking, kind yeah. of you mm. know filter um, with it mm-hmm. so where I didn't really you know but like it is what it is mm. well, it was a movie it's quite yeah. good thumbs up um, and then getting to the new one mm. the, the Dial of Digony um, <laughs> Destiny what did you think of it? Yeah. <laughs> Again, I probably need a bit of distance from it after seeing it, but like, I have to say, like, I mean, I was impressed at the start. Like, I was like, Jesus, they're after de aging them fairly well. And, you know, it was fairly impressive, all of that as well. Was so it was. There was points you know, I actually forgot. Mm, it wasn't it like was. the Irishman where you're looking at it going, my God, this yeah. is like. That's it. I know uh, you actually kind of, because, and of course, because I'd watched so many of them back to back, you kind of assumed he was picking up sort of from, you know, sort of being a man in his early 40s. Like, I thought the start of it fit in really good. Mm. Like, the action scene at the start on the train mmm is good and it sets it it holds its fucking own with any of the other Absolutely, movies easily, yeah, like, yeah. I mean again it's a throwback to sort of the early days of Indiana Jones mm. where it, there's inevitably going to be a fucking fight across the rooftop of a train mm. there's going to be tunnels and there's going to, you know all of this kind of stuff mm. going on and you know sort of oh there's the artifact no no it's lost no no we have it no no it's mm. lost and again sort of the whole right evil people coming for it and they want to get it because 
you know, mm. and then Hitler you, wants it. Yeah, when mm. you shoot ahead to kind of like what was like modern day in the movie in the sixties, mm. something was after the moon landing and stuff. Mm. Um, and he's like, he's he's his old man now. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I think they did. I could see point that there would have been people. Oh God, why does everything have to be so fucking mi-? like? I mean, the whole thing when it is spiders, massive spiders for people who haven't seen it. Like, just skip ahead a couple, or actually turn the podcast <laughs> off now. Um, but it's like he son Mutt got killed in the war. He went off to mm. war despite Indiana. Uh, he couldn't console um, Marion yeah, with other marriage. Yeah. So now he's living on his own. He's retiring. Mm. Um, he's just his he's life just, is yeah, fucked. He's just yeah. a sad man, like you know, genuinely yeah. just sad. Yeah. Like, yeah, and you kind of go, why did you like? Mm. You know, it's it's injecting too much realism, I think, mm. into it. Where it's like you could do the story and have all these. Different, you know, mm. people aren't going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe he's going off on an adventure and leaving Marion and Mutt behind. You know, you could have yeah. just done that. Could have just said, um, yeah, they're they're looking into some other artifact on the other side of yeah. the world or whatever. Like, like yeah. sometimes you don't, like, I mean, a lot of, it, it reminded me of the, the criticism a lot of 90s stuff got in comics. Um, and then kind of like movies into the two where it was like dark just for the sake of mm. being dark, where it was just like, we have to make this as grim as possible and miserable mm. as possible. Um and that kind of felt like what they did in the yeah, uh, you know for like you know even like sort of the, the his friend that like had discovered the dial with him was like he'd committed suicide he'd gone yeah. mad over it and all the rest and it, it was just everything was just like oh this is really shit and yeah. what a horrible life he has now kind of a thing totally it didn't it, to mm. me it didn't feel like an Indiana Jones movie mm. and like I, I because I'm not this kind of person where I kind of would go yeah, I can't believe there's a girl in the movie like I quite like the, the Ghostbusters movie mm-hmm with Kirsten Wig and all those you know mm-hmm. it's not that I have a fucking thing about kind of like movies ruined child because I think Dial of Destiny is actually an okay movie mm. but I think it was way too long mm. the action just blends into you get bored at the, the last like, hour oh, you're just what are they like, doing oh, again Jesus hang on what Christ. do they need like, to yeah. do this for yeah yeah it's just setting mm. up one action and the action pieces aren't particularly exciting mm. um, they just get to because there's no Threat, or it's kind of like, oh, you know, a couple of Nazis are going to get picked off this round. Now, at the start of it, it's not like that because mm. when you have the CIA, they fucking just killing random people. Yeah. You kind of go, fucking, wow, this fucking is. fucking serious here. Like, yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of gets meh. Mm. The first hour, first hour and mm. 20 minutes flies by and a very good setting it all up. And then when they're kind of like digging around for it, um, and mm. when Antonio Bandera shows up. Yeah. I think that was, but from about there on, it's a bit kind of, oh, come yeah. on, just hurry up. Yeah. Um, with Harrison Ford, very good in it. Ah, yeah, that's it. Um, that's that scene. Phoebe Waller-Jones, I don't like her character mm. at all. I really didn't like her character. Yeah, now again, it's it's a standard kind of a, a character. Like, I mean, you have it in, what's her name in Supernatural? Do you remember the sort of the artifacts? Mm. What was her name? I oh, remember. I can't remember. But yeah. it was this whole thing where, like, she's she's very well learned and well read, and she's mm. like, you know sort of a very sophisticated cosmopolitan woman. And mm. but she's off like stealing artifacts to sell it to the highest bidder, kind of a thing. So she's got this sort of evil side to her, but, but yet she's but she's just not likable. That's the trouble. She's see, she's yeah. uh, she could easily be a villain. Mm-hmm. in an Indiana Jones thing yeah. like your man that's in the, the fucking um, the temple of well the ark yeah uh, kind of thing and in Crusade where it's just like these archaeologists that kind of go rogue yeah. but not like you know she's just I don't know I think she's too smug 
yeah, or something that's like it, that. Yeah. It's just this real cocksure smugness and it's like it's not warranted either as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And there's, you know, sort of if you're going to have somebody who's smoking an Indiana Jones film, it has to be Indiana Jones. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. And I know they're trying to like, you know, obviously throughout the other few films mm. you would have had like, you know, Willie, he had Marion, mm. whoever was going along with him for the ride. And this is like, you know, sort of the female for this one. Mm. But she's just not likable, as you said. Not, Every uh, other female character was likable, uh, even if they're evil villains. They yeah, still had something that there was just something about her where it was yeah. just, I don't know if it's it was just horror, awful, because yeah. I haven't seen her in anything. No, that's it, yeah, but, but it was just a bit off-putting. I think. Yeah, it's, it's, she but didn't seem to be well-written mm. at all. She seemed to be nearly like, it was like that token fucking kind of, where it's like, someone's idea like Indiana Jones is a rogue mm. Harris when he's like Han Solo he's a rogue as well mm. and so there's plenty of characters like that but she's not she's just an asshole well that's the know? thing it's, kind of, it's almost like she's shitting all over her dead father's memory as well yeah. she's like oh, I'll just sell this to the highest bidder and I don't really care and you know sort of they try and kind of sell her as like you know there's some redemption bits there you know the kid that she saves or whatever mm. like you know and there's uh, well like even when at the start where they get attacked by the mm. what turns out to be like fucking Nazis and she locks him she runs away and she yeah. locks him in to she save herself she locks the door behind her yeah, yeah where like, oh, he could sorry, have got killed yeah. and she does stuff like that a few times yeah. where she kind like, of why like, do you have to be such a dick it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be like this you know and it's not because she's a woman and as mm. well I think a lot of people are getting their knickers in the knot over saying mm. oh they're going to replace Indiana Jones with her there is nothing in the movie where it looks like mm. they're setting up that she's going to be like the next Indiana Jones or yeah. anything like that mm. she is just a character in it I think it's more to kind of reflect that she felt betrayed that mm. he like Indiana Jones Indy was like her, her god- godfather yeah. and he wasn't there to look after after her father died mm. so it was like you know it was making him out to be fucking yeah an asshole <laughs> as well so you know you kind of go alright you can see why she ended up the way that she did mm. but it's I don't there was just something really mm. great about her character and it's terrible because like it's because again you have the, you have Indiana Jones you have yeah. the cool little sidekick kid and you have the woman who was well able to handle herself yeah. like those three things there but this time around the woman was just not particularly yeah I think it might be like you see it a lot in some of the movies out as women for as much as people are saying women are getting written better they're not they seem mm. to be getting in some films anyway they're just like they're like a reflection of whatever male character is they're written as a kind of a I don't know, in reaction to the men around him. So mm. she was in reaction to her father, in reaction to yeah. Indiana Jones as the godfather. But they she don't seem, seem to be, be developed in her yeah, own right. They don't seem to be written by women or mm. kind of, they don't, like, I mean, there's like, I, I love comics and there's like Pat Mills, mm. um, he did a lot of stuff for 2000 AD. Well, he fucking created 2000 AD, basically, a lot of things. But when they were writing female characters, he got, like, female friends of his to say, what would you say when this is happening? Mm. What would you say when that's happening? He used to get criticised, saying, oh, it sounds like it's written by a man. And he was like, well, actually... Yeah, it's <laughs> it's officially written by a yeah. Um, but, like, stuff like Ghostbusters, mm. it's quite obviously, like, the, the, I think comedy is universal. It doesn't matter. Mm. I would have, but with this... It really, it didn't feel like it mm. was, not that it needs to have female characters, you know. Like, it or anything, yeah. But yeah, it but just didn't, it just it didn't, didn't sit right. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It didn't land right. Mm. Mm. But, and like, yeah, the last, and like the ending to it as well, where they travel back in time and meet Archimedes was a bit, yeah. I don't point at time it happens, you kind of go. <sighs> Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> But like, well, sure after spoiling though, you know. Yes, but, yes, true, yeah. But you do kind of go, <sighs> 
But saying all that, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. Probably look at it again in 10 years' time. Maybe, yeah, go really on. wasn't as bad as I remember. Yeah, yeah. I think it, mm. it will be. But I do, yeah. like, I mean, as I said, I think it was like the first three films. It's like, it's like happening. It's like fucking, mm. it's Star Wars. It's Metallica's first albums. It's yeah. like the first couple are brilliant. And then it's like, people start going, eh, not yeah. really. I, I think for the, the Christmas mm. Skull does fit very nicely. Probably mm. because Spielberg directed it as well. Mm. But, it's there's a lot it's the same film it's totally mm. it feels the same a lot of the stuff that go on that, apart from the criticism like we were saying that we got at the time for the mm. fucking the, the fridge with the nuclear bomb and the monkeys and all this mm. shit it feels like an Indiana Jones movie yeah the new one Starf it feels like an Indiana Jones movie I think it just kind of it gets a bit too serious I think yeah right? it doesn't doesn't seem to have the same level of it's just a bit boring view, yeah you know? it's, it's a bit boring like yeah. as well and I think that's like where they lost out not having Spielberg and like James Bangle is a fantastic yeah. director but I don't there think there just isn't that sense of exuberance like, yeah. there like you know it's it's always like Indiana Jones mm. like no matter what situation is in it you're always like oh it's exciting it's thrilling yeah. and all the rest and it's you know sort of almost joyful and mm. all the rest but this is just a bit like oh, this found yeah. myself browsing the phone like a yeah. lot after a while it was yeah. just like uh, mm. you know not really yeah it's not gripping me and it is a little bit sort of just bland dour yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, would it mm. but yeah but yes, so would you go back and be Indiana Jones if you had your time all over No. <laughs> it's the thing with Indiana Jones. I hope they, they stop it because like mm. Indiana Jones is Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah, if they want to continue it, maybe just do it with like someone different. Even if they had Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character come back and have her mm. be a bit more likable yeah. um, with it as her own character mm. and not like an Indiana Jones franchise thing. There you go. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Mm. Um, with it, but it's yeah it doesn't that's know. what I mean like as I said do like the mummy did just do a fucking Indiana Jones but with different characters that was it the I mean? mummy I think is the part the mummy felt like Indiana Jones yeah it was um, it had that no. adventure and thing it had that mm. whole sense of sort of like you know oh fucking discovery and back in the day when like it was people were like oh my god they found mm. a pharaoh's tomb and everyone was interested in art. the mummy one and two are amazing yeah, films like after fantastic. that they kind of was mm. like series of diminishing returns but. but it's an example of how you can take that kind of um that sort of I don't know that formula that kind mm. of you know set up and you can kind of run with it and you can have as I said like you have the sort of the the kind of the the hero the rogue whatever and you have sort of the woman who can handle herself you have mm. the spiritual the supernatural kind of like you know adversaries or whatever you have a lot of historical stuff thrown in and it's just cool mm. like well as well I think that the, uh, Disney really misjudged the timing of doing Indiana Jones I know he, the time is against him because like Harrison yeah. Ford is only going to be around for fucking so long but it's like there's big superhero born out. I think mm. there is big fatigue with Hollywood movies in general. Mm. Um, and and it's people, like, oh, here comes another fucking yeah. number in the franchise kind of thing. People, people are more, say, yeah, people are more geared towards TV shows now. And yeah. I think independent movies are going to make, I, I think kind of gangster or kind of, mm. like John Wick is really popular, mm. you know. Um, yeah. I think there's going to be, I think there's going to be a lot of sci-fi movies that are going to get really big over the mm. next while. And there's going to be some, like Zack Snyder's one fucking Rebel Moon looks very good. Mm. Um, the, oh God, I can't take it. But the guy who did, 
um, Rogue One, he's filming coming out. The creator, mm. that looks fucking amazing. So you know, I think mm. that Dune too. You have all these. I think people are going to go more towards. Well, it's always like sort of the popular films are kind of our sci-fi in particular is always a reflection of the sort of the fears of the current society mm. as me and all the rest. So I think there's a lot of after change in the last five or six yeah. years really. I think and people are looking for something else in their escape. Well, that's with dark mode people mm. are going to. But I think Rebel Moon is probably going to be like it basically looks like the Magnificent Seven. Mm. Which is what people people need heroes now, mm. but not superheroes because yeah. they're a bit fucking Marvel is just after fucking destroying oh, yeah, it, really. Yeah. You know? Fucking superhero fatigue, kind of. Yeah, thing. but yeah, it's not really the Indiana Jones probably retired. I, I think it'll be a long time before you see an Indiana Jones movie. Mm. Um, again. Uh, that's it, I know. Yeah. And Indiana Jones can just ride away into the sunset on his horse for the yeah. time being. Until Harrison Ford needs more. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But yeah. But yes, uh, thank you for listening. Never did a man do so much uh, for the uh, the fedora to make it cool. Yeah, and as well, you ended up doing like basically doing kind of like mini reviews of five films, which we don't do the whole. We're not going to be doing the kind of we normally debate. Do we debate? No, we don't. I don't no, think we, we do. Both. How dare you say that? Shut I up. challenge you. You bitch. <laughs> but yeah, look, until next time. Snakes. Why is it always got to be snakes? 